Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You're listening to episode 61 of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast. Hello and welcome back. It's Christina Anderson, your pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist. And today I want to talk all about recovery nutrition for gymnasts. So it is back to school, which means most gymnasts are going to have incredibly long days away from home. They go to school all day. They go to gym all afternoon and evening. They come home. They've got a shower, eat, do homework, sleep, and do it all over again. And so the question is, is your gymnast really recovering from all of her training in the gym? And the answer is probably not. I'm going to be honest because most gymnasts are fundamentally underfueled. And that's not just, you know, not eating enough throughout the day, but it's also not eating enough of the right foods at the right time to fully support, you know, growth, development, repair, recovery, specifically, you know, what we'll talk about in terms of muscle protein synthesis, glycogen resynthesis, and so on. So you really need to look at recovery as the fifth event in women's gymnastics. This encompasses their nutrition, their physical and mental rehabilitation and sleep, which is honestly where the magic happens. And anytime I work with my, you know, older upper level gymnasts and they are sleeping less than eight hours a night, that's definitely a discussion that we have because, you know, you have to be in bed long enough for your body to repair for it to recover. That's when a lot of the motor learning happens. And so it's not just about nutrition, but recovery really encompasses all of these things. And let's be honest, you know, not just our gymnasts, but all of us can likely improve upon these issues. But for gymnasts, there can be, you know, dire consequences. If they are not recovering from their training, not only are they not going to get, you know, sufficiently stronger and get better from their training and get the results they want, but it also puts them at incredibly high risk for injury. So today I want to cover the big rocks of recovery nutrition and what you need to know to ensure your gymnast is getting that right starting today. So number one, recovery starts with adequate nutrition. If your gymnast is not eating enough to support her daily energy needs, which can easily be, you know, two to 3000 calories a day. If we factor in three to four or five plus hours a day of training, She has to eat enough to support that. She has to eat enough to support normal growth and development. She has to eat enough to support her adaptation to training or the getting better, stronger, faster part. If she's not eating enough in general, it doesn't matter what she eats post-workout. It doesn't matter if you bring her the best, highest quality protein shake. It doesn't matter if you bring her dinner on the way home. None of that is going to matter if she is overall fundamentally underfueled. And that's what we call low energy availability, which can turn into reds or relative energy deficiency in sport. As always, if you don't know what that is, please go listen to episode four of the podcast. It's one of our most downloaded episodes, and that is your primer on all things 
underfueling, low ener- energy availability, and REDS, what it is, how it affects your gymnasts, and what to do about it. But most gymnasts struggle with energy levels, with power, with strength, with endurance, with overuse injuries, and poorly healing injuries because of honestly what I call unintentional underfueling, right? You're not trying to starve your gymnasts. They're not necessarily trying to restrict themselves. But if we look at how much they're eating compared to how much they need, it's just not adequate. So what are some of the signs that your gymnasts could be unintentionally underfueling? I mean, number one, they're not growing and developing normally, which, you know, some parents will say, well, yeah, I looked at their growth charts and, you know, they're fine. They're following their own curve, but are they really, you know, you also have to take into consideration that, you know, muscle and body composition is different than weight on the scale. And I tell parents all the time, you know, if you had two twin female daughters, right? So two twins, twin girls, I guess I should say, and, you know, one of them is 14 and is a gymnast and the other one is 14 and is just, you know, a normal kid, right? Doesn't do a sport. Even if they were the same size, the same clothing size, the same everything, if they kind of looked the same, I promise you the gymnast would weigh more, not because muscle and fat weigh differently. They don't. Five pounds of muscle and five pounds of fat are both five pounds, but muscle is more dense and it takes up less space. And so, you know, your 14 year old twin gymnast could look the same as her sister. That's not a gymnast, but I promise you she would um, weigh more. And so a lot of times when parents are looking at growth charts or pediatricians are looking at growth charts, they're not keeping in mind that I actually expect weight to be um, higher, you know, for a high level gymnast than maybe it would be if they weren't a gymnast because of all the muscle, if that makes sense. So not growing and developing, that is a big red flag. Um, no period by 15 years old, or the periods are infrequent. This could be primary amenorrhea, could be secondary amenorrhea. I would say in probably 99% of gymnasts, this is due to underfueling. And if the body's not getting enough nutrition to repair and recover, it's not getting enough to support um, healthy hormonal function and vice versa. So while a lot of teen gymnasts think that it's super convenient to not have a period, if you're not getting a period, then your body's not getting what it needs to heal. Another red flag that your gymnast isn't eating enough would be recurrent injuries, overuse injuries, slow to heal injuries, things that aren't following the expected recovery timeline. Anytime I'm working with the gymnast one-on-one and we're going through their injury history, I always make sure to ask, you know, when did the injury happen? What were you doing? What did the doctor say in terms of how long it should heal and how long did it actually take to heal? Because all of that helps kind of clue me into where they are nutrition-wise. Another red flag is excessive soreness. So a lot of gymnasts I talk to by Thursday, Friday, Saturday of the week, they're shot. I mean, they're so tired. They're so sore. um, They dread going to practice. Their skills aren't as good. And a lot of them just think, well, it's the end of the week. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were hard. They were hard workouts, hard conditioning. And so by Thursday, Friday, it's just going to be subpar. And that's how it is. But that's not how it's supposed to be, right? We don't want your gymnast to just be on the downhill every week because that's not quality training. And more importantly, when are most competitions in gymnastics? They are on the weekends. They are Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so if your gymnast is on this downhill slide every week because of her underfueling, which is getting in the way of her repair and recovery, she's not going to show up to that competition at her best. So as you can see, before we even talk about post-workout nutrition strategies, you've got to make sure your gymnast is getting enough nutrition. 
But once we have that all situated, then we can look at performance nutrition. So yes, we still aren't to after the workout yet, but we're actually going to talk about what happens during the workout. And so the next aspect of recovery nutrition actually relates to the nutrition and hydration provided during the workout. Now, I'm referring to workouts that are probably three and a half to four or five plus hours that have sufficient um, volume and intensity to them. So definitely um, possibly upper level compulsory, definitely those training tops and certainly um, optional levels and above. Those are kind of the workouts that I'm referring to. And so um, a lot of people think that they have to slam a protein shake post-workout, otherwise they're going to lose the gains. But the actual protein, or more specifically, the building blocks of protein or amino acid, you know, the amino acids that are available to the body immediately post-workout to start that repair recovery process actually come from what you consumed, you know, four to six hours before the end of that workout. And so that's one reason that when I'm teaching parents the differences between uh, between meal snacks, pre-workout snacks, intra-workout snacks, you know, some of them I recommend protein with and some of them I don't. The carbohydrate that your gymnast might be using intra-workout, which again is something we dive deep into in our program, in our team talk series, this is the gymnast fuel. So gymnastics is a high intensity anaerobic sport. The muscles are fueled by carbohydrate. The brain is fueled by carbohydrate. And what people don't know is that carbohydrate is protein sparing. And so if your gymnast body runs out of carbohydrate during a workout, which most of them do because they're not sufficiently fueling before or during the workout, then the body is left to either try to break down your muscle protein or your fat tissue for energy. And guess which one it picks? Not your fat tissue. It picks the muscle tissue. And so that's why we say that carbohydrate is protein sparing because it literally is preventing the body from eating away at your hard-earned muscle stores, right? If your gymnast is working out for four plus hours and she is not using inter-workout nutrition and her body is having to break down her muscle tissue, that is totally counterproductive, right? Like the whole point of going to practice is to train and to condition and to do everything you can to teach the body to build back stronger so that your gymnast can do the skill she's trying to do. But if at the same time, her body's breaking down her muscle tissue because it doesn't have enough energy, totally counterproductive. And I tell my gymnasts this all the time, which it sounds kind of harsh, but I'm going to share it with you. If you're not sufficiently fueling your workout, you might as well walk out halfway through, which is crazy because most gymnasts are type A perfectionist rule followers, and they wouldn't dream of not finishing a workout or cheating on an assignment. And yet what they don't realize is when they show up to practice under fueled, when they go through the four to five hour workout under fueled, it's literally like they just left the workout because they're going through the motions, but their body doesn't have what it needs to build back stronger. The next thing is that recovery continues with post-workout nutrition and hydration. So now we can talk about, you know, what your gymnast should be eating after training. And there's definitely a lot of myths out there in the sports world about post-workout nutrition. And you'll see people at the gym, like literally running to the water fountain with their bottle of protein powder and mixing it with water and chugging it post-workout because they just know that if they're a minute past into that workout, they're going to lose the gains. And that's not true. I mean, yes, your body is more responsive to the protein and carbohydrate immediately post-workout, which we call the anabolic window. Um, but that window is definitely, you know, closer to one to two hours. Obviously, the sooner the better. 
Um, but if your gymnast doesn't get something to eat, you know, for the 20 minute car ride on the way home, she's going to be fine. I will say one of the biggest issues I see with post-workout nutrition is a lot of gymnasts are hangry because they really haven't eaten enough the whole day. So if you pick your kid up from the gym and they're hangry, they don't want to talk about it. They want to eat the whole fridge or pantry. That tells me that not only do they probably not fuel their workout appropriately, but they probably didn't get enough nutrition, you know, at breakfast, at lunch, at pre-workout snack, whatever is preceding the workout. And so you know, we need to rewind the tape a couple of minutes to address those issues before we talk about um, what they need post-workout. I often tell families that, you know, your post-workout meal or snack is whatever's next, right? So if your gymnast is training from 4 to 8 p.m., then you're probably just coming home and having dinner. Sometimes parents would bring dinner in the car just because there's a long commute. Um, if you only live five or 10 minutes from the gym, then it's totally fine to just come home and eat dinner. Um, but some gymnasts would benefit from an additional post-workout snack in addition to their recovery meal. And here's a few um, scenarios that are top of mind. Number one, if you have a long commute, you know, to and from the gym, and it's going to be longer than an hour or so until you can get to that post-workout meal, then absolutely it would make sense to bring some sort of post-workout snack, which is a very specific type of snack. If your gymnast is hangry, Obviously, we probably have issues earlier in the day with their nutrition, but you don't need to let them keep starving and they'll be a whole lot happier if you bring them a snack. So yes, definitely bring them a post-workout nutrition snack, but let's also fix what's going on earlier in the day. Even if your gymnast isn't hungry after a workout, which to be honest, you know, you really shouldn't be that hungry after a workout because high intensity exercise is stressful for the body and it blunts the appetite. The increase in core body temperature is stressful for the body and it blunts the appetite. So when we have this kind of breakthrough hunger or hanger, that tells me that the body is in a bad place, that we are really underfueled. Um, it might take your gymnast, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes to kind of cool down and calm down and the nervous system settle down until they're ready to eat something. And I would say for most gymnasts, that's fine. But I think there is a category of gymnasts. And in my head, I'm thinking of my, you know, level eight, nine, 10, very young, high-level gymnasts. Many of them are trying to do hopes. They're trying to do junior elite. They're training 20, 25, 30 plus hours a week. And it is a huge challenge to get enough nutrition in them. So for these gymnasts or any other gymnasts, you know, even lower level that just isn't growing, they're not developing. We have a hard schedule. You know, they don't eat a whole lot during the school day. Absolutely. You know, we'd want to bring in a post-work snack, post-workout snack for them to have on the way home just to try to catch up on their um, energy needs. So, you know, who needs a snack after training and a post-workout meal? It all depends. Um, and this is something that we take a deep dive into in our one-on-one coaching and in the Balanced Gymnast program. Another big question I get about post-workout nutrition is how much protein should my gymnast be consuming? I would say most standard protein powder out there, whether it's a whey protein or soy protein or plant-based protein, Typically they are 20 to 30 grams per scoop. And I would say for some gymnasts, like especially younger gymnasts, an entire scoop of protein by itself right after practice when they're going home to a meal is possibly overkill. Um, at the same time, you know, post-workout protein is really about turning back on what we call muscle protein synthesis. Your body is either in muscle breakdown mode or it's in muscle buildup mode throughout the day. And it kind of alternates between the two based on, you know, where we are with our nutrition. So we know that it takes about 20 to 40 grams of high quality protein. So predominantly animal proteins 
um, to turn on muscle protein synthesis. And there's one specific amino acid called leucine um, that actually kind of flips the switch for this process. How much protein your gymnast needs post-workout is really dependent on what they've had earlier in the day. Um, you know, your young gymnast probably doesn't need 40 grams of protein immediately post-workout as a snack, especially if they're coming home to a meal. If you have an older gymnast, right, 15 to 16, 17, yeah, they might need 15 or 20 grams of protein immediately post-workout to restart that repair recovery process. And then they might come home to dinner and have another 20 to 30 plus grams. Um, again, this is something that we teach in depth in the program. I teach parents how to calculate how much protein their gymnasts need at their main meals, how much they need in a whole day. And then from there, we can kind of decide what they need at which kinds of snacks throughout the day. This is a highly debated topic in the sports world, and that is, you know, do you also need carbohydrates post-workout? And for a while, we thought that if you had, you know, just protein post-workout versus protein and carbs, you know, the carb and protein would give a, a better muscle building response. And that's not necessarily true, but we also know that carbohydrate is important for replenishing the glycogen stores. So carbohydrate is stored in your muscles, in your liver. Um, the stored form of carbohydrate is called glycogen, and that's what the body is pulling from during a high-intensity exercise. And so it is important that gymnasts get sufficient carbohydrate, not just post-workout, but throughout the day, especially if they have two-a-day workouts. When gymnasts don't have enough carbohydrate or they have what's called low-carbohydrate availability, they'll complain of things like feeling like their legs are heavy, you know, they're trying to tumble or sprint down the run, vault runway, and it feels like they're running through quicksand, um, their brain will feel kind of foggy. They'll have trouble focusing. They'll have trouble concentrating. And while all of those can be signs of underfueling and poor recovery, they also can specifically be signs of, um, inadequate carbohydrate availability. Your gymnast could need anywhere from three to 10 grams of carbohydrate per kilo body weight per day. That is a huge range because obviously there is a huge difference between a level two or three gymnast training, you know, nine hours a week versus some of my senior elites who are training 30 hours a week. And it is absolutely crazy, super intense, go, go, go the whole time. So how much carbs your gymnast needs post-workout is really going to depend on a lot of factors, but I will say that every gymnast needs carbohydrate post-workout. There is never a situation where a gymnast would not need carbohydrate because it really is, um, the gymnast fuel and collectively should make up at least 50 to 60% of their diet. Another big question I get that we're going to wrap up with today is, you know, how do I handle post-workout dinners when my kid doesn't get out of practice until 8, 8, 39, 10 o'clock? And this is common, right? I mean, I didn't get home until that time as a gymnast and my mom will have already, she'd already made dinner. And so she had some setting out for me to eat and I would eat, shower, do homework and go to bed. A lot of parents worry about this though, because you hear kind of public health um, advice, like don't eat past a certain time, right? Don't eat past seven o'clock or don't eat past eight o'clock. And if you do eat late, you're going to gain weight. That's kind of the general public health advice that honestly is not true in and of itself, right? Nutrition is all about context, second law of thermodynamics, but more importantly for gymnasts, it is important that they get sufficient nutrition post-workout to support their repair and recovery. Um, I was on this gymnast nutrition panel a couple years ago, and this, um, pretty well-respected, you know, sports dietitian in the space was asked a question about this. And I remember her telling the audience that, you know, gymnasts need to eat light and lean post-workout because it's so late. Like they should just have 
um, protein and veggies, you know, because it's so late at night. And I'm like, what planet are you from? Like, did you not pay attention in biochemistry and physiology? Because when I have a 12 or 13 year old high level gymnast that needs two to 3000 calories a day, she's going to need a lot of nutrition post-workout. And I think a mistake that a lot of gymnasts and parents make is the gymnast doesn't eat enough throughout the day so that when they do get to dinner post-workout, which it is already eight or nine o'clock, you know, instead of having a nice balanced dinner that hits all the food groups that meets their needs, you know, because this kid is in such a massive caloric deficit from under fueling throughout the day, you know, they want to eat everything in sight. And, you know, if your gymnast is consuming 50% of her nutrition needs at nine o'clock at night, there's nothing wrong with that in the sense of, oh, you're eating late at night, like something bad's going to happen to the body. But the real problem is, if your gymnast still has 50% of her nutrition left over at nine o'clock at night, that tells me that she just spent the majority of the day, right? Three fourths of her waking hours massively underfueled, which means she went into that workout underfueled and she worked out the whole time underfueled, which is subpar for performance. It is not optimal for recovery. So I think this is a big reason why it's not just about post-workout, but it's really looking at the whole day, making sure your gymnast is getting enough nutrition, making sure that it is evenly distributed throughout the day, making sure that it's the right foods at the right times, especially in and around the workout to support all the things that we have talked about today. It's not just about optimal performance, but it's also uh, recovery. And I feel like, you know, as soon as your gymnast finishes a workout, the clock is on in terms of how much time she has to really try and repair and recover as much as possible before she does it again. And that right there is something that can set your gymnast apart because a lot of gymnasts aren't getting this right. They're not getting enough sleep. They wake up the next morning and they don't eat breakfast, or if they do, it's just carbs. There's no protein or vice versa. They're not eating enough throughout the day. They go into their workout under fueled. And even so there's a lot of really talented gymnasts, but the question is, how much better could your gymnast be or how much healthier could your gymnast be if your gymnast took her nutrition seriously? And if you supported her as a parent, if she was doing everything she could to really optimize her recovery and performance, which also, by the way, is a safety concern, which is where you come in as a parent, how much better would her performance be? And I bet she would actually stay healthy this season. And that's something that our clients and program members tell us is when they start working on nutrition they get their meals right. They get their snacks right. They're closing that recovery gap each day. You know, parents will tell me things like, oh my gosh, this is the first off season that we've been healthy the whole time. This is the first competition season that we've been healthy the whole time. This is the first year that we have had no injuries. And it seems like such a shock because you look at every gym across the country and there's tons of girls that are injured and on the sidelines and conditioning. And so, you know, if you look around you, you think that this is normal but it's not actually normal. So if you want to learn more about how to fuel your gymnast and how to really support their repair, their recovery, I would encourage you to check out the Balanced Gymnast Program. This is our signature three-month live coaching program for female level five through 10 and elite gymnasts and their parents. Inside this program, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about how to build meals, how to build snacks, how to layer on proven nutrition strategies that work to not only optimize their performance, their focus, or concentration, but also their recovery and essentially, you know, their longevity in the sport. I want your gymnast to do this sport as long as she wants to and go as far as she wants to and not be held back by her body. So with that, um, appreciate any feedback that you have. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, shoot me a message on Instagram. And as always, if you would take two seconds to go over to Inst- or to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. That would be so incredibly helpful. 
Um, this is a free podcast. It is a passion project. I am often recording these um, on the weekends for you all. And so if you are benefiting from this, it would mean the world to me if you could go and give us a review on iTunes, because that's the number one way to share the podcast with other gymnast parents who are looking for information on how to help their gymnast reach their big goals and dreams. So with that, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast sponsored by the Balanced Gymnast Method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.